Hello and welcome to the year that we started a podcast, a podcast born from the, uh, man, ever, ever piling rubble that is 2020. Although I will say, like, I've had a pretty good week. Uh, but anyways, I am your co-host, Jeff. And I'm your other co-host, Nick. And this is our podcast. We're a couple of friends, half a continent apart, that want to come together and talk about the things that are fun and interesting to us. Nick. Yes. Uh, so I had a pre-planned topic uh, that I wanted to talk about, but, uh, before we dive into that, I had a little bit of a reminder of something that is a topic in our household right now, uh, which we did not, did not prep for at all. And that was our Christmas clock that goes off every hour and plays a Christmas jingle. Oh no. So I... (laughs) I I want to know for you and your house, what is the appropriate time to, you know, Christmas? What's the what's the appropriate time to Christmas? So Jen's not like much of a Halloween vibe girl. She's not like a, you know, get decorations for all the scary stuff. Jen was ready to put up Christmas decorations on the 1st of November. She did not. Jen is my wife for listeners who, you know, don't know my my life personally. She did not put anything up yet, but we have bought some extra stuff to like decorate our our porch and our stuff outside of our uh, apartment building. And uh, yeah, it's, it was basically ready to go. I I let her drive my car one day to work, and I came into my car, and it was on a new Christmas station that I didn't know we had because I don't have like Sirius XM, <laughs> and it was loud. I turned on my car, and I, got, <laughs> I got blasted. I don't. I'm not sure that our wives know this about one another, but uh, you didn't actually answer the question, Nick. When when is it okay to decorate? Like what? Like when's oh. the when's it okay to become I, a Christmas as, house? Um, as a as the person who doesn't you know make those decisions, apparently the the thing is the moment it turns midnight after Halloween. Oh, okay. So like it. So have you guys done any Christmas decorating at this point? Not not yet, but okay. uh, That is mostly a. Uh, mostly circumstantial that is not like because the energy isn't there the energy is ready to go she's good she's good that's that's amazing so yeah ours ours was last weekend was the break out the christmas tree get all the house ready and apparently the christmas clock too which uh at the time of recording was right at nine o'clock or right after nine o'clock as the the clock would you know do whatever random christmas jingle was was chosen for the nine o'clock hour yeah well uh, most people uh, can probably relate, but I spent years in retail and just all kinds of songs that you might hear in retail that are repeated yep. forever when you're on a 10 hour shift of like hearing freaking Mariah Carey's Christmas thing. It's not <laughs> even anything against Mariah Carey. It's just like, I can't do it anymore, man. It's you didn't just going gonna... to say the song name. Like, I literally had flashbacks. I literally had flashbacks to my time at Blockbuster. Like, it yep. was, oh man, everywhere. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so yeah, like I said, not the actual intro topic. Nick, Fair. Uh, before we started recording, I to, t- to take a step back, when we first started this podcast, one of the very first thing I put in the show notes as far as a recurring segment was uh, the thing, uh, what did I actually call it? Oh, this week I hurt myself. This week I hurt myself. Yeah, and so I've shared a couple stories, you know, last uh, last episode or the year or episode before that I, I shared how... I stomped down the stairs on a bunch of tacks uh, to spite my brother. But I knew that it would happen. And Nick, this week it happened. Let's let's go. So I sent you a text with a picture of what I had done to myself. And, uh, you know, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever had, but it was pretty uh, rage-inducing at the time. So I want you, I've given you an hour now. Uh, What's your best guess as to what happened? So I feel bad. I didn't get any great smart uh guesses i can t- i not can tell the, hey, okay the, oh, i need to cut uh-huh. you off so nick <laughs> a smart guess doesn't matter because ah, fair, the, thing, fair. the way that i hurt myself is not smart for example yeah. on the same leg that i sent you a picture of i uh <laughs> would have been three years ago uh was weed eating with shorts and flip-flops on because <laughs> i was getting ready to go play basketball and you know i needed to hurry and so mm-hmm. it didn't really matter what i was wearing i just needed to get it done and it wrapped around the the wheel of my garbage can and whipped in and whipped out and caught most of my shin with it Oof. And, and have i ever shown you that, that yeah, 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 <laughs> okay. yeah 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 
Yeah, I, the the injury today might be something for the show notes. That one, however, is not one for the show notes. That's a little bit too graphic. <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, I, I felt like when we were starting this and you showed me that this week I hurt myself, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good recurring theme because I because I do know that you get hurt all the time. Like, I've, I've, our relationship right. has so you're, covered you're, a lot of anecdotes. <laughs> your, your need for a smart guess, however, is misplaced because so, you do not need a smart guess as to how I hurt myself. That's fair. Okay, so it looks to me like... There is like wood involved in that cut. The, yeah. the like um the the way that the cut is kind of like uh, abrasive is like it kind of looks like you had like a run in with like crappy wood. So Jen and I were talking about it, and I didn't have a good answer, but I was thinking like a stupid slip on a step or something like that, or like around a workbench or something. That's all I've got. I apologize okay. that it's not no, funnier. No, no. Like when I looked at it, it did kind of look like I had slipped and then caught my the backside of my heels on yeah, something yeah. that was a little sharp. Or like a rough piece of wood. No, exactly. So, so here's what happened. I was trying to hurry uh, before uh, I, I I needed to do a little bit of prep for a podcast, and so I was trying to hurry in taking my trash to the curb. <laughs> and it's really windy here in Kansas. Freaking surprise, surprise! And I, I I was taking the trash can down, and the wind caught it and blew it like out from underneath my arm, and like caught the the i don't even like this is hard to describe in, in audio but basically the wind caught it and the front side of the trash can caught the back side of my heels and just you know <laughs> tried to separate the skin off my achilles <laughs> I just and like, you, this week your injury happened letting the putting the taking the trash out <laughs> right yeah taking the trash out <laughs> And you know me, I'm not really uh, one to swear much, but there were some choice words I had to say at that freaking trash can. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's, well, I understand how that can happen, Jeff. Taking the trash out is a perilous journey. It is a right. perilous, perilous yeah. undertaking. Yeah, similarly to, I think, in the very first episode about how hard it would be to go out and take the trash out with just yep. your own thoughts without a podcast. Uh-huh. Apparently, similarly... You need to have like reverse <laughs> reverse shin guards. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, That's extra podcast listening time. You can just get yourself, uh, babe. I really got to really got to pad up here. Yeah. One other. So we've talked about you know random references to prior podcasts. Uh, one thing that when I was doing the edit on our uh, most recent episode, episode three. It reminded me of one of my favorite high school classes, like class, like I didn't deserve to get the grade that I got because I told you the Spanish one where uh-huh. I basically just uh-huh. showed up. So this would have been in, I want to say junior year. I don't know. We had a mediocre social studies teacher that year. Uh, actually, I think, it, I don't know what the actual class was. I don't freaking know. It was geography. It was the, the quiz that sure. I was having to take. And I was a pretty good student growing up, but uh, I occasionally would get distracted by video games or sports or video games uh, or also video games. And so sometimes I would wake up and I would show up to class and I wouldn't really know what all I would have needed to done to do a good job being a good student. Well, one of these times I had a geography quiz, which to this day I am mediocre at geography on a good day. Mm-hmm. I... I didn't want to do bad and like, I didn't want to just, you know, I, I can, I can name the continents that we have. I can name a good a good 20% of the countries in the world. Like I, I, I could, yeah. you know, fake it a little bit. Yeah. I don't remember what continent this was where we had to name a bunch of countries, probably somewhere out in Europe. I, I had a good idea on a good 10%. But again, like I was, I was known as a good student. Like I wanted to be, I wanted to. Right, you you know, wanted keep... to be all A's except for the the one class or whatever, right? right? So right, yeah. So I wanted to keep up the illusion that I was good at being uh, a student. So I I didn't really know what to do because I had I didn't even have an idea. Like I couldn't even guess. Like I didn't. It wasn't like oh man, I wonder if this is Belgium or Belarus. Like I had no <laughs> idea what to even write oh, down. Oh my god! Uh, Big so bad. but I didn't want to write down nothing, and so I wrote down the ones I knew, which again. A good ten percent. A good ten percent. And so you're in a good standing. Good standing. On the other eighteen of them, I just scribbled illegibly, and <laughs> I missed. Oh my god! I missed none. <laughs> what? You I got missed all. None. I turned the them in. Nick, it was like, uh, okay, this is this is Belgium. This, this is Paris. This is a, this this is is a burned France. out teacher who is just over it. This is a teacher. <laughs> 
was <laughs> just moving on with his life. And like, it, I would understand like if they looked like countries' names, but they didn't even look like a single letter. Like there was no legible letter. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I switched from oh my god, like sloppy writing that I have uh, when I'm writing quickly to illegible cursive <laughs> and. Uh, oh I, I feel God. guilty to this day more so honestly than the the uh, the Spanish one because in the Spanish one I had you know good intention like I was wanting to do extra credit this one I just didn't want to look like a fool and turn in a blank <laughs> paper <laughs> oh my god that's great that's what how did you get away with thinking that you were such a great student all of your stories so far have been about how oh I wasn't a great student but somehow my teachers got me an A <laughs> It what turns out heck? if you try really hard, 50% of the time, you just get the benefit of the doubt right. the other 50%. Hey, that's, that's a good I, life I lesson, guess. I think. I, I think that's know. a good life lesson. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I, I would say that it is not a good life <laughs> lesson. That doesn't, Look, really, that doesn't really scale well. One of one of us got all A's except for one class in high school, so I don't know if the other one has any uh, ground to speak on about, you know... <laughs> I recently, in the number of podcasts I listened to, had something that brought up a memory of a thing that I had heard about a very, very long time. Well, I guess four years. It feels like a million years ago. And I, I think it actually kind of hit, like, it, it was kind of internet famous there for a while, um, back in the day, back in 2016 or so. But okay. have have you, like, what all do you know about adjective order? Well, when you say that, it feels broad. Are we talking about like just explicitly in English or do you mean between different languages or what do you mean? So I, I'm talking specifically in English. So when we're saying adjective order, do you mean just relative to the noun or do you mean relative to other adjectives? Uh, relative to other adjectives. Um, literally nothing. I, I know nothing. I, I think okay. I just do. I just use them all um, interchangeably. Like I might say that's a big dumb house versus a dumb big house. Like, I yeah. guess it's not true. Uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. No, I think you're on to something uh, here. So, like, what, yeah, what do you think? You wouldn't say dumb big house, right? Like, you'd say big dumb because. Exactly. And yeah. that's like what is so fascinating. So, the the concept is, and it's like a thing that we've never, like, you're not taught in school, but you like intrinsically learn it while you're a kid is the order that you, that you use adjectives. And I'm just going to read them off verbatim here. Um, this is straight off the Googler, so it's probably not exactly perfect. You use adjectives in the order of opinion, size, physical quality, shape, age, color, origin, material, type, purpose. Which, again, not a thing that you probably learned in school, but no. is like so, so intuitive. So like I wrote down a couple examples of like ones that I made up of like how obvious it is that we would never say things in the wrong order. But, like, you'd never learn this. So, like, with reference to my truck, which I think you may have seen yep. last time you're here, but I have, I still have my worn down old gray truck is the thing that you would say. But you would never say, yep. I still have my grain worn down old truck because that sounds like a crazy person. Or also, yeah. like, I really like my my awesome big brown desk that I have that I'm looking at right now. But you would never say, I really like my big brown awesome desk. Because that sounds, like, again, like a crazy person. Yeah, it does. And it's just, I don't know. It was a random thing huh. that I found so interesting. Like, it's... Uh, well, what's... what's the, the uh, I mean, I, I see your exact exa- uh, your points, and I think that, like, the examples are made. What's interesting to me there is I feel like this is super ubiquitous or universal. Like, I have never heard anyone screw this up, really. You know what I mean? I've never, I don't think I've ever heard someone use, like, the color in the wrong spot. I've never heard someone say the the blue tall thing you know what i mean like i've never yeah i i I can't think of examples of thinking to myself oh wow someone phrased that weird i could and i'm probably exaggerating myself and there's probably like minor instances of doing it in the wrong order or whatever but like it's interesting to me that without us ever being formally educated on this this is something that just is intrinsically obvious about the language yeah and the example that i heard that was like oh man that's so simple but so obvious is like Oh, uh, that is a uh, a big red barn, but you would never say, "Oh, that's a red big barn." Like it just yeah, sounds no, that's, so weird. <laughs> that, that sentence made by like made my ears cringe. They they were upset with, by that one. But yeah, yeah. That, like, but it's interesting because that is actually like um, adjective order is a one of the reasons that English is considered to be so hard to learn. That 
the adjective follows the noun in other languages, uh, often follows the noun in other languages, but not only does it precede the noun, it's also in a very specific order that is not, uh, that doesn't feel natural to, to foreign speakers. That makes sense. Yeah, it's it's really weird, and I thought it was really fun. And you know, as a f- uh, a former person <laughs> pursuing a uh, English major, yeah, I yeah. feel like you would maybe appreciate that a little bit. I do, especially as something like you know, I took creative writing courses, I took advanced English courses. That was never. I can tell you that never came up. That's never. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so uh, Jeff, have you played any of like Overcooked or any? Um, you know, I have it listed here as party games, but that's not really what I'm looking at. Like what I'm thinking about, because there's been a big boom of party games in the last couple of years of Jackbox yeah, yeah. games, and we, you and I, have actually played some a little bit. But uh, Jen and I have been playing more couch co-op games, especially in quarantine and or pandemic and it has been super fun and it feels like it's a really niche little genre of stuff and i feel like we grew up with it yeah so katie and i have like our the beginning days of our relationship were actually very founded in gaming uh, and recently you know same here come and gone with uh other games and i think our most recent thing that we've played together was uh diablo on the switch uh, which only nice. lasted a couple nights uh, before, <laughs> you know, kids wear that down pretty quick. But Fair. no, I, I 100% can see it. I just, I haven't really, we haven't really gotten anything here in the last few months that I've done that, like been a, a good, you know, time sink, but like we've mostly been on shows and stuff like that. But what all, yeah. what all stuff have you gotten into? Um, so the, the, there's been three in particular. Um, one was actually more than, uh, more than a year ago, but Overcooked, uh, one and two is a co-op game that you can get on all kinds of systems, but I know it's on Switch and on PC. Yeah. Um, there's another one called Snipperclips, which is a short game, but it's really fun. Was that fun like one of just the like... earlier ones on the Switch? Or... I believe so. I, I don't think any of these are especially new. Okay. And then we played uh, we played the new Mario on Switch, Mario Odyssey, uh, with her being the, the hat for it. Oh, I, the reason... is that... Okay, hold on. Like, is that, like, is that fun? Because like, I definitely yeah, enjoyed Mario Odyssey back in the day, but uh, we never played co-op with it. Yeah, it is. It's definitely like the hat. I feel bad. It's definitely not as uh, engaged as the as Mario, but uh, but Jen enjoyed it. Like she yeah. was fun. And she, had, she you uh, have a lot more control of the hat. I don't know if you remember that when you throw the hat, you can kind of like flick the controller. Yeah. And yeah, well, the the player who's playing the hat can just go wild. They can just go like rampant as long as they're within <laughs> nice. range of you. They just get to like spin around and just jump from spot to spot and kill everything. Is so it, you is it uh, like still one? Like one screen, or is it, yeah. it split? Yeah, just the one screen. Okay, cool. Um, the, the reason I say all this is that, one, this has been really cool for us. We, I, You and I have both probably p- played way too much time playing like kind of more competitive games, and now that yeah. we are adults with adult responsibilities, I feel <laughs> like I do not have time to be good at video games, and it's kind of a bummer in its own way. Like, it's not a, it's not a big thing to lose, but, you know, yeah. can't spend... 30 hours a week playing League of Legends to, to you can get whatever rank you want. When not, you have... not responsibly, anyways. <laughs> yes, correct, correct. So I have definitely fallen out of uh, playing video games very much, and I have a hard time getting into a lot of video games, but the, the couch co-op thing has been super fun, especially because Jen is even further leaning into that, of like really not getting into games very for very long or not that very many games. And so having kind of sillier, easy couch co-op games has been so fun. They are dangerous. If you have couch co-op games, there are definitely ways that this can blow up in your face and your wife can get <laughs> mad at you for, why are you being mean to me? Or something like that, which is more on me than it is on her. Uh, but... So of the of the, of Overcooked and the Snipper, whatever the heck. Oh, Overcooked has, it, it, they're both really fun. Um, I think Overcooked is both more engaging and has more content. Which isn't a, a dig on on Sniver Clips, but Overcooked, dude, you should definitely check it out with Katie because okay. it's like you can just pick it up and play for twenty minutes if you have twenty minutes and you're just trying to kill some time. Yeah. Or if you want to play for like three hours, there is a lot. You don't have to be super talented at video games. You don't have to be a sick sniper. It's just you. It's a cooking game, right? So it's literally just you guys in a kitchen and like you guys gotta like coordinate who's gonna do the chopping of the vegetables and who's going to deli- like get the plate out the door to the, the, the patrons at the restaurant or whatever the hell. And it's, it's super fun. Yeah. I, I could definitely see enjoying that. And 
we've really enjoyed with different groups uh, playing the Jackbox series, and I, I think I, I, yeah. I think something like Overcooked that's just us would be a good. You know, you can't always have a group of friends ready to play at your at your beck and call. So I think having right. something like that would be fun. Have fun for sure, for sure. So and probably one of the <laughs> one of the strongest you know changes in topic that we'll ever possibly have mm-hmm. i want to talk a little bit about building things nick this almost sounds like an insult but like i feel like you're not very much one interested in you know doing construction-y type things it's it's a little hard never like talked I, about it no we haven't and uh it's a little hard like i'm not disinterested by any means i've actually watched a fair amount of like videos of people building stuff that i find really interesting it's hard when you have perpetually rented, like in a yeah, in you an apartment. California people. Yeah, yeah, and, and you poor people. <laughs> no, not poor, but <laughs> no, I know, I know. But people, like, I, I rent, right? So I, I'm yeah. in a two bedroom apartment or whatever, and like, there's just I can't go out and build a deck, right? So it's not <laughs> as. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. what's going on with you with building no uh so nothing recently but i did want to talk about it to to give some context as to why i'm interested in it one it is a uh very good source for uh this week i hurt myself segment uh i just just happen to not be doing anything currently the actual reason why i'm i'm interested in it is because i built well i put together a i don't know it's a, a stupid shed that i put my mower and a couple other things in in my lot next to my house and it it's like a pre-built thing with a canvas uh, i don't know covering and it it ripped recently i i really debated whether or not i wanted to build a shop or like a small shop or a shed or something with all the things that we had going on in our life at the time it just didn't seem feasible to do but i i've really i've really enjoyed doing that sort of stuff like i i finished the basement, our current house, Katie and I, we kind of remodeled our first house that we moved into and then remodeled the second house we moved into that we then ended up accidentally flipping. And then our third house finished the basement. Well, finished the basement's a little strong. Like much of the sheetrock was already done, but we did. We built a bar and did all the. Or got I love your bar too. Already. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to our, our new house? I, I don't no, but I. I su- I have not been to the new one, but I loved your old bar, I should say. Okay, well, yeah. well, you'll really like the new one. Um, I'll send you, <laughs> have I even sent you pictures of that? I think you might have sent me some, but I'm not sure if it was a completed thing. I know that you sent me at one point some progress pictures okay. of your basement. Just a little bit, though. I probably sent you things where I've hurt myself, honestly. Fair, um, fair. But, but no, I, so we... I don't know, half finished our basement. I redid, I built the the shower in our master uh, bathroom and we redid the flooring there. So like, I, I enjoy that sort of thing. I like this summer, I built uh, a part of our fence uh, in our lot that we, nice. that we bought. And so I, I've really enjoyed that. I don't really, I guess if I were to chalk it up to anything, I enjoy doing something that is different than my day to day. Again, which is part of why I like totally fair. doing this podcast. Even that is not exactly the sort of escape that I I, I like. So I don't want to play armchair psychologist with you. One because I'm not qualified to, and two because you're <laughs> you have a psych. I I do. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I have I've uh, read articles and watched a video or two about this, uh, or not about this specifically, but about. You know, we have this this giant population now where there's a lot and we have a big service industry here in America. And the point being that a lot of us are more removed, especially in our work from the the product that or the company that we're representing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I'm not saying that anything against uh, people in marketing. I have most actually my uh, sister, my brother-in-law and my sister's fiance are all in marketing. <laughs> but if you're marketing a product, you're not necessarily attached to the development of it you're not necessarily attached to what it actually is right. you're you're not a piece of a cog or not a cog in a you know machine but you're a piece of a bigger uh, puzzle and you're a little bit removed from that product and it's a literal psychological thing that people are very satisfied and happy with um feeling as like they people genuinely feel more connected to something if they do almost all of it themselves so even if it's not a huge consequential life-changing society changing Mm -hmm. thing if you build a fence you might be more happy with that than you might be with your traditional you know office job or whatever it may be that you're 
six or seven steps removed from and you're one of a thousand people at a company or whatever it may be. That's not to say anything bad about working for a big company, just that it's uh, it's a really nice way to change things up. But it's also very common. I think that part of the reason that people do this stuff is that there's a genuine like sense of accomplishment and a genuine sense of connectedness and like a, this is my work. I I yeah. personally put in the blood, sweat, and tears. This is my thing. And yeah. if you're... It, it is it is something that I uh, is equal part the the nice you know distance from the sort of stuff that I typically do, which it, like I, I love what I do, but it is nice to have something else that is a, a more you you know using my hands and doing things and creating things. Totally. And you wouldn't expect it as a person who grew up as a shy kid that enjoyed video games, but I I do <laughs> really enjoy the the labor part of stuff. Like, but I also enjoy the creative process. Like. When I was in uh, high school, we had an art class that we had to do just at least one class of. When we very first did our very first, our, our first class, we had to have our first project. I did pottery and I, I really, really enjoyed doing pottery. Like I, I enjoyed learning how to nice. spin on the, uh, the wheel and, and the whole process. And I enjoyed creating things. And, and so I just asked, like, can I can I do this like for all my, because you're supposed to do like painting and some Photoshop stuff and some, you know, all the other things that you can art (laughs) and all the arts, all all the arts. (laughs) But I asked, can I just do this? And actually me and another uh, friend of mine, we asked if we could do that as our, all of our projects. And so I think it was like 13 projects. I was able to do all of mine that were just pottery stuff. And that's actually awesome. Yeah. No, like, and I, I very appreciate my teacher's willingness to do that because I got to learn how to be good at creating things. Just another way that your teachers enabled your good grades without you having to step out of your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, I guess we're we're not too bad after all here in Kansas. But no, it, oh man, it, it was really good, and I, I didn't create anything that was fantastic. But what I did learn was how much how satisfying and how rewarding it can be to to learn how to get better at doing something and working with your hands right? that's, and, and that's really with cool hands. yeah yeah that's really cool and to uh to step backwards i didn't want to interrupt the, the flow of the bigger thought but um building a shed for whatever it may be uh you know those all those stupid things that you have in your garage that don't that you just feel like they take up way too mm-hmm. much room our garage is um here i'm we're lucky that this apartment has a two stall garage but it's a two stall front and back where the cars barely squeak in like the mirrors all i always have to go about one quarter of a mile an hour to make sure i'm not scraping my mirrors (laughs) on the way in and there is room for nothing and all i want to do is build a shed that is exactly up my alley all i want in the world is a shed in like in a yard somewhere so whenever we upsize, I, I want to be able to have either a bigger garage or I would love to build like a little, just a, just a little shed, nothing crazy, but something for whatever tools and whatever. Yeah. And, and so I will say the other part is probably a little bit genetic because my, my dad, <laughs> when he was, I don't know, gosh, I would have been 10 years old, which would have made my dad, let's call him late thirties, early forties. I don't know. Sure. We'll, we'll figure it out later. But, um. But no, he he built our entire house that he currently lives in that I grew up in, and that's right. Yeah, so it was which I, you have been to. I'm like ninety nine percent sure. Yes, and did everything except for pour the concrete for the basement, and I think they they paid to have the shingles put on the roof just to hit a inspection deadline. But otherwise, built cool. the entire house a a, a two story house with a basement, which is just. That is so much stuff to do. And what a, what a thing to be able to say, like, I built this home for my family. I built this home that my my kids can grow up on right. and look back at all their memories. And yeah. yeah. No, it's really, really cool. And so I, I probably have a little bit of that in me uh, for sure. But I, I really, really enjoy doing something that I don't know how to do, but I, I'm willing to figure out how to do it. And I may not do it perfectly, similar to this podcast, you know, we're not going to do it perfectly, but it's really fun to learn how to do. And, yeah. And so, like, I, I really, it's going to be, you know, a little pricey to to build our own little shop back there on our lot. To build a shop on our lot would be would be fun and expensive, and, <laughs> but also a really rewarding experience, I think, and, and has the great benefit of being able to put all the junk in the garage in there, because, like, our... Our little makeshift thing that we bought from uh, the big box stores here, you know, last year that lasted a whole 
11 months. Like that was super nice to get stuff out of a garage, but I would love something a little bit more permanent um, and definitely a little bit more usable, but it, it's, a it's, lot, it's a lot of fun building stuff. I, it, I agree. And uh, to go back to one of your other points is like, I also think, uh, you know, I think that this is not something I learned in one of my armchair psychology articles, but <laughs> I think we all are better off and happier off if we are developing sk- like multiple skills and kind of living a more diverse life. We have less of that, oh my God, I just do this one thing in my life. That's all I am. If we're kind of improving ourselves, even in things that aren't super critical, that's what's been really good for me just historically in my entire life with sports and just other physical activities. It's like you can kind of pour yourself in or, or in uh, an even less uh, useful way as uh, video games. It's like pouring yourself into learning something, even if it's not important. Um, can just be really satisfying and really helps you feel a little bit more uh, dynamic and diverse and be able to have that also be something that's genuinely useful. Like, hey, I have this shed now that or a shop that yeah. I can yeah. do things with is just icing on the cake or probably actually more than that. Maybe the wording things, the icing on the cake there, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Also, I'm going to hate you so much in the edit because you're leaning back and forth in a chair or twisting something oh, or something. Hey, I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep the ADD at bay, I swear. I'm definitely going to leave that in just to give you crap. Um, oh, yeah, fair. So, uh, Nick, you this Saturday uh, are going to be doing some more D&D stuff. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, this Saturday. Since we last talked, you have uh, done a few things to kind of prep for that, and we haven't yeah. really talked about it. I want to know. So we had, we had a, uh, we had a uh, pre-session where we talked about the world more, and we talked about character. We built our characters. Um, I built mine on the spot, and uh, my our group is bigger than I thought it was. Um, we have how big is it? Five other play- uh, So it's seven total. Five other okay. five. Or yeah. wait, wait, sorry. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven, seven total. Five other players besides me and the GM. And hold so, on. So seven total. Five other yep. players. Wait, Besides five other, other and, okay. So and, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was six like, players, what, what's six another person though. doing? Just uh, just hang stenographers just, just chill like, taking notes. <laughs> no, they're, they're just burning people, just give it a, uh, giving them crap the whole time. Okay. So that's the, the role I want. But no, no. But so six players in the GM. Um and we went over the world, went over um a whole bunch of stuff. My my GM is fun. He has like little secrets for all of us based uh-huh. off of I think just our race. I think. Mine was based off of my character's an orc. And so like he had like little secret okay. things about being an orc or whatever um so that was yeah, fun. Do, do you have a name yet uh yeah i do Can you share I it on here yeah yeah here i'm gonna type it to you okay. uh it's 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 so it's pronounced malice okay malice. um so it's, it's supposed to be kind of like malice but like a little bit off um the the world in his own terms is a kind of grim dark or just dark world and uh Call, where the our campaign's calling we're calling a wayward wayward souls or his is uh world that's gothic fantasy sort of a mix between two different games or whatever with no large um established uh what's the word he has a different word in here somewhere i don't know settlements so the populations are relatively spread out and so most of the other people i wanted to very much not just be exactly like everybody else but most of the other people that we're playing with are very fun happy-go-lucky guys mm-hmm. and halfway through we realized that everyone that we had in the, the group was either just a goofy or just very goody character uh like goody two not goody two but you know they were like their alignment would be something good right? right yeah um so i wanted to have a kind of like a you know for lack of a better word i wanted to have a d- <laughs> um oh heck yeah so okay so literally, uh, the the name is a play on malice. Yeah. Uh, it's I haven't told any of them that. It's just my personal yeah. thing. Uh, we're using some homebrew content because they do that. Um, so I have a, a role that or a class that is uh, called Blood Hunter. It's not one of the traditional D anD D fifth edition classes. No. Um, and it was described to me as basically Witcher. Basically, okay. Witcher. Dang. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, nobody else had like a traditional strengthy fighter. So I okay. wanted to be, you know, so I, I was cool taking the, the role and I'm going to be, um, but I'm, I'm going to take, I'm not going to play it very Geralt like, cause Geralt's very charismatic and I don't, I think that trope is fun when you're playing a video game, but like, if I just am like the charismatic, you know, uh, good guy who just also is a little sarcastic, I don't yeah. think that's as fun. Like, I mean, I could do that for sure. Um, and that character is always super fun in all types of media. But so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of be 
Um, a little bit selfish is my my game plan. Okay. Um, I haven't told them all that, but I told my GM, I was like, can I play kind of like a jerk? And he he laughed at me and just said, please do. Yeah, I, I was uh, literally going to say, please <laughs> do. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. Good. And that's my, this is my first campaign, so I, I'm playing with a bunch of people who know what they're doing, and they're all making like really good. It was really fun and really funny, and they like one guy already has a great voice for his character. He's playing nice. some, um, he's playing like a high elf cleric with like, and we rolled our random stats, and he rolled like um, the lowest possible roll, and he threw it in, <laughs> in the Constitution or HP or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Um, so he, he's like the most fragile uh, high elf character, and he just keeps saying about like. Well, you know, the lesser races do have much limited, much more limited lifetime to accumulate knowledge, and also just general sophistication. And you know, he's like really leaning oh into the, the snooty, like this. Yeah, exactly, the snooty, uh, uh, church-going, uh, like academic, right? And I'm, I'm like so ready to just play off that as like the most like just just genuinely douche, douchey character as I can be um, without, you know, I'm not going to like lay yeah. into it for every, every, I'm not going to try and like uh, hijack the, the table or the oh, discussion. Man. Like I, I definitely... remember we were doing our campaign and like some of those random roles are so defining for the next, like all the entire campaign of like who your character is just because you happen to yes. roll terribly at the beginning or, or very well at the beginning. It's that's, yes. that's awesome. So um, did you guys do uh random stat generation? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so the, this is the reason I say is um, so we all did random stat generation, right? And the 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 average should be seventy two, I believe, as your total uh, stat score. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say is that our groups are uh, seventy two, seventy nine, eighty three, seventy nine, seventy two, and then mine, which was eighty seven. I got like Dang. perfect rolls. I got like Dang. fantastic rolls. <laughs> So I get to be the scrub playing the, the newbie who's playing uh, the, the witcher class who is the jerk and also is apparently overpowered at the gate. <laughs> so my favorite thing is like people that roll really well or really poorly in charisma. So like what's your charisma score? Uh, my, they asked me to switch my I had it as my worst score but uh-huh. um, it's it, but they asked me to switch it because none of us have good charisma. Okay. Like every, everyone we realized it after the fact but we like we were like wait. Not a single one of us has good charisma. So I think my charisma is 13. Okay. Yeah, my charisma is 13. <laughs> it's just really funny. Like, if if you have people bought into playing the the good charisma versus bad charisma roles, like, it's, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> like, purposefully real. Honestly, as a DM, it's super fun because then you can, you know, play it off as, like, wow, you just, whatever, missed completely on like, the person you're talking oof. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. But uh, that that's super cool. So you guys play on Saturday. That's all right. Mm-hmm. That's the plan right now. Oh man, how how long? Which tells you about my life. I have nothing else going on on Saturday nights. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's just COVID times. Yeah, that, that's that's how it is these days. Last time we talked a little bit about uh, screen time. Yep, yep. Speaking of COVID times and yeah. how it affects <laughs> our Saturday nights, time. but more specifically, speaking of current times and uh, the combination yep. of the two. Uh, I purposefully haven't checked recently what I was, uh, how I was trending. Uh, and did you try? To, did you try this week to kind of just like, hey, I told myself about I, how bad it's being. I genuinely did, and I thought about the time that I would have to come and talk about this on the podcast. Like, and that genuinely, I think, helped. I again, like I said, I haven't checked time it will recently. Tell. Time will tell. Uh, do you remember <laughs> what I what I said last time? No, I don't. It was like five hours. Actually, it was more than five hours. Five hours a day. More than five hours a day, right? Yeah, more than five hours a day. So let's see here. Okay, so my weekly average. Well, it's about down two hours. Uh, Dang, that is significant, sir. (laughs) Well, I was was really hoping that it would start with a two. Uh, Still still running around the... Three hour, twenty minute. Hey, forty percent, forty percent drop is very significant. Yeah, that's awesome. But like, yeah, spending, spending an extra because again, there's the eight hours of sleeping and eight hours of working, and so <laughs> the other part goes directly to family time. So I'm gonna go ahead and say I either spent two more hours with my family or uh, two more hours. I don't know, watching Paw Patrol <laughs> or something. I don't said. know. Uh, uh, no. I was going to ask you about all the amazing things you've got accomplished with your extra two hours a day. Uh, I I didn't get anything more accomplished, but I like I don't even know how to 
quantify this part, I genuinely do feel happier. Like it, I, there's, there's no way around it. I got our, our last episode edited way earlier than I typically would have. I mean, we're recording this and it's already, the previous episodes already posted, which uh, we'll talk about a little bit at the end, but it felt a lot less mm, emotionally attached to the things going on than I would have felt the last few weeks. Definitely. And, and I think that's really good. Like I, It's good to be informed. I don't want to say that like shutting yourself off to the news is the way to go, but I think you can certainly limit that in such a way that you can still... Right. I, th- I think you're completely right. I think that it's, it's a hard line to draw, especially in today's age where we have this kind of... We have more technology and more access and more whatever than ever, and we have polarizing times and we're all shutting doors and whatever else, but... It's, uh, I think you're totally right. You have to stay informed. But you also have to be cognizant of the fact that overexposure is not good for you. It's bad for your health. It's bad for your, it's probably bad for your ability to, to accurately gauge stuff. It's yeah. yeah. It's all- well, and you know, if I, if I go back and I think through the things that I have enjoyed the most over the last year, or if I take this year as an outlier and I go back and think of the things I enjoyed the most the year before, I, I can there, I can't even list it on a single hand. Like, there's no part of that that was like, oh man, I really enjoyed the random story I read on Reddit or the random, <laughs> like, the random no. YouTube video that I loved. Like, there, right? None of it, none of it mattered at all. Like, so, and, and like, that's a strong sentence to say. Like, obviously, it mattered to know things and to it, it like yeah. help shape me as a person to know the sorts of things. But it certainly isn't a thing that I... I, I don't want to keep going back to um, to random anecdotal things that I've read here and there. Because uh, this is not this show is not about me trying to play armchair psychologist of the world. <laughs> but uh, our, our, friend, our mutual friend, Young, uh, showed me years ago uh, a really good article. I think it was an article that like linked into a video. Because I definitely remember video elements. But anyways, about how we all say... That our priorities are our family, our work, our education, fitness, blah, 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 um, or our financial obligations or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, But we don't really act that way. And that's been true of people for a long time now, even before social media with like television. People do the same thing. They, you know, turn on the TV at dinner. They turn on the TV right after dinner. They spend an hour or two and... Not that's, you know, no blaming anyone for sitting in front of the TV. I have binged a show or two this this uh, pandemic, uh, you know, <laughs> not, not guilty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think it's a, it's a really good point. Like, we, we definitely let our, like, instincts and our just, I don't want to say base urges or anything, because that makes it sound like we're just super primitive. But just, like, yeah. we let little impulses override what we all believe are genuine priorities. And it's probably... For the worst, most of the time, uh, we talked last time about why I'm off social media. That's, that's exactly the kind of thing that I was trying to get away from when I stepped off of social media and, uh, you know, not to get preachy about social media, but that's, it's a really hard line to draw. And I can tell you that I've never heard any of my friends who've taken any step back from, uh, you know, from technology, from internet, from whatever, as having super regretted it. Uh, I had another friend who you'd love, uh, who because he's a uh, data nerd like you do the same thing earlier in this uh, before the election and stuff. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm going to just stop doing any of this. I'm going to read the front page of one website if I need news. And he's like, I turned off. He he pulled the opposite of what I did, which was like, like, you know what? I've been so good. I'm just going to freaking doom scroll till I can't, (laughs) can't feel any worse about the world. (laughs) Oh dude, you can always feel worse. I can can help you feel worlds if you need to feel worse. But um, but no, uh, and I, I like didn't even think about it. He, like, he told me he was, he was doing this because um, he and I talk about um, all kinds of random crap all the time. Um, and he said, I'm, I'm not just deleting my Facebook or my Instagram, but I'm uh, deleting the apps for them. And I'm what yada, 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 right? Yeah. So like a month later, I was like, oh, how's that going for you? He's like, dude, I've never been so happy in my life. He's like, I don't, I don't think it even, I didn't even realize it, but I seriously don't think I've had a happier month in my life. And it was during quarantine and he had just moved. He doesn't know anyone in his area. He lives with one person and he's like bored out of his school, but he's like, yeah, I've done so much more programming and I've done so much more. Like I've learned like so much skills and I read a book and whatever else. He's like, I don't think I've ever been as happy just being at home at least. And I'm like, 
Damn. That's a, that's a very significant thing to say. It really is. That, it really is. Um, yeah. My, my biggest weakness, uh, which I would love to make a more productive time, and honestly, I should probably use that for fitness stuff. But like, what do you – like, what – what is your morning what has your attention in the morning first thing like because for um, me my my that is my worst time of i i'm awake and i'm awake earlier than i want to be because of my kids but i'm that that is if there's any time that's going to be sucked in by reddit that is going to be the time or whatever or other yeah uh so honestly like my weakness currently i have actually done better about trying to be off of my phone and off of reddit in particular um especially since the elections have like winded down. Um, but my, my morning attention is always on YouTube. It's, it's stupid. I just like scroll through a couple of different things on YouTube, watch some dumb person play a video game or watch some bike video or whatever. And like, it's probably just a really bad use of my time. I always tell myself, Oh, I'm not that productive when I'm tired. It's not like, I'm not the kind of person who can be focused when I'm super tired. I'll just let myself wake up and then I'll notice it's like 10 o'clock and it's like, okay, I need to go actually get my work done. And it's, it's so bad. Oh man. <laughs> the morning, basically my point being the morning is my weakness too. I, after, after that like spurt, I always get mad at myself that I actually think I do. Okay. Uh, you know, I just, I, I just hate you for describing your morning as uh, into 10 o'clock, which is, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm lucky right now that I get to, you know, just as long as I get no, stuff done, no, I'm, I'm I, fine. but I, I, I don't, I don't resent you for it, but I resent you a little bit for it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know you're, you're probably right. But a good way, a good solution to this is to try to fit physical activity in there. Right. Because if you do that and then you're woken up and then you realize like there's a little bit of pressure on you after you like showered and got yourself cleaned up that it's time to start digging in on your day and then you don't have a workout later that's going to disrupt the flow of that so yeah there's probably a lot of benefit to that it might be the thing that i work on after our uh, you know my accountability my accountability podcast partner uh <laughs> <laughs> this podcast for all our, our four of our <laughs> listeners um this is really just for me and jeff to make ourselves feel bad to, to the public about things that we do this is it's all about self training. I just yeah, I just want to get my screen time under three hours and work out in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you know what's really annoying for me about this though is um, and I don't want to like vent an ever, but the the people that I go ride with, so that's like you know one of my like cardio workouts that I really enjoy is going and riding, and so that's my only group thing that I do with anyone, and we do it outside and it's apart. But oh my gosh, I love them all. None of them are morning people. It's the worst. It's like you talk to them and they're like, hey, yeah, we'll go run in the morning. I'll hit you up in the morning. And then you get a text at nine that says, hey, we're running a little late. Does 11 work instead of 930? And you're like, I'm ready to go. What's oh, wrong man. with you? If I don't eat lunch at like 1120, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Oh, my gosh. So, Nick, a few things have changed uh, since we've recorded our first few episodes. Yes. Uh, one of the things is we publish these now instead of just recording them on to hard drives for you and I to Into enjoy. Into the void. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and it will be a fun, I, I, honestly, we haven't even talked about it. Like, turns out publishing podcasts to everywhere that podcasts are found is a whole deal. Uh, but you, yeah, can, you can now find them everywhere podcasts are found. And if you can't, then let me know and I will happily get them up there. Okay. I have let a handful of uh, friends and family know. Nick, do you want to guess how many people have downloaded our podcast at this point? Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to say like six unique or something like that. How many? Like six or seven unique. Uh, I think that's about... I don't know if you can... I, think that, I don't know if you have no, a... No, I think, I think that's about right. We've had 19 downloads and we've had three episodes. So let's call it six unique. Sure. Yeah, so okay. something like that. So good job, us. <laughs> we've... Uh, we've for all six of you, I appreciate you. I don't know if you know any of them are my wife or your wife. You know, Katie, they and Jen, are. appreciate you. <laughs> At least my <laughs> wife is. So uh, we li- we listened we listened uh, we streamed it, which I assume will still count as a download. I on, think so. Uh, I did see one yeah. one thing from the website. Is that was that what you were on? Uh, no, you're on Spotify. Oh, okay, well, I I saw a couple from Spotify, so you're one of the Spotify ones. There you go. Um, but yeah, so that's been fun. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that some other time of just the process of going through all that. It was pretty cool. I did register the domain, so you can go to TYWSAP.com. Nick, how would you say TYWSAP? I've thought about this a little bit. 
Uh, I see that you have in the Oh gosh, I spoiled it. Ty Wasap? Ty Wasap. I think it's Ty Wasap. Ty Wasap? Yeah, okay. Ty I like, uh, I like that. It currently goes to nothing. Uh, but you can follow at Ty Wasap at any of the social medias. Again, they don't go to much of anything other than empty social media profiles. But maybe we'll uh, get that, that get that rolling at some point. I'm gonna have my first cringe dad thing on this. Uh, I just want to let you know if you put a comma after the tie there, it really looks like you're saying like tie. What's up? <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay, well that's great. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate. It. Yeah, that's that's my valuable input on the subject. Yeah. You All right, Ty. What's up? Um, that's that's bad. We gotta cut that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll see how it lands. Um, and then one last thing I wanted to mention uh, a a particular. A particular couple of people I listen to, both their podcast and their uh, their YouTube channel, they are supporting a charity called uh, Partners in Health that are they are currently supporting the MCOE, which is the Mother Cent- uh, Center of Excellence in Sierra Leone, and their main goal is to uh, to improve the the conditions for motherhood motherhood uh, mortality. Maternal health. Uh, yeah, maternal health. Sorry, sorry. You're right. You're good. Um, You're good. But there's way too many mothers that die in childbirth and too many child, uh, too many children that die in childbirth. And that is among, if not the worst in the world. And so they are trying to raise $25 million. They need $20 million before they can break ground. I will leave a link to a video if you uh, want to learn a little bit more about that. But if there's anything that this podcast can do, I would like it to be something like this where we can support something as good as this cause uh, I, I, I can't think of a less, <laughs> I cannot think of a less polarizing, better cause for this podcast than this. I personally, uh, have supported them over the last year and will, uh, Katie and I will be increasing the donation that we make. Uh, but I, if there's, if there's even a few bucks that you can toss their way, this is, there there's a universally a, a universal cause right like it's not it, it everyone in the world th- would would agree that you know mothers dying in childbirth is just not it's just yeah exactly it's, it's one and of the things that we should be isolating as a society there right? there are many many good causes that you can give your money to but if if this is the thing i would greatly appreciate it it means a lot uh you can let us know if you donated at tywasap at gmail.com or if you have any other random things to say to us uh that is our email address it, it, it really would mean a lot this is you should go check out the video if this is something you're interested in it's a again there's many great causes that you can give money to but this is if you're looking for something to close out 2020 with a more positive note you can't ask for a more positive note than this agreed agreed the link for that, in case anyone's not looking at a thing, is pih.org backslash Hank and John. Yes, thank you very much, sir. No worries. This has been the year that we started the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, Nick, thank you for potting with me. Of course. And have a fantastic rest of your day. Well, it's a little nerdy, but we'll go with it. No, yeah, it's fine. Um, I feel bad. In the, at the end of the last one, I said later, and I was like, that's a dumb thing to say. Yeah.